does the Bevcat spell gratuitous stunts and explosions? Action U.S.A. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, Bamfcast. Episode 45. After a one-week break. Yes. Yep. An yeah. action-packed week. Yes. We, mm, ooh, boy. We, uh, we... In the USA. In the USA. We did what, what I promised we might do on the Twitter, or at least I hope we're going to, because at least the movie delivered, that we are bringing extra thunder to make up for that lost week, at least in the movie form. Now it's up to us to, to carry on the torch. And us being... The torch of action. Us being... I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Uh, on the beach. And uh, this week we watched, it's a movie called Action USA, which I'm going to go I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and say, good luck finding it. If you've heard of it, if you've seen it, congrats, because it's extremely low budget and extremely hard to find and only on VHS. I appreciate that the budget was spent entirely on explosions. Yes. And Amazing. And explosions. stunts. Yeah. So, I don't even think they. I don't think they spent anything on stunts. I think the guys are just s- like, I will do this for free. Setting a dude on fire ain't cheap. Not if the dude wants to be set on fire. Well, so I mean, anyway, th- this this movie basically doesn't exist on the internet. Almost, I mean, which is unheard yeah, of for yeah, a movie. Yeah, apparently IMDb and yeah. a random YouTube clip. Yeah, there's are the a, only things. And that there's exist. only forty votes for it on on IMDb. No plot synopsis. More than like I think a one word thing. It says. I'm not even going to use this, but gangsters murder a man in Texas, then go after his girlfriend. Yeah, great plot stops there, guy. So we're going to steal. Is that the back of the box? No, no, that's on oh, okay. IMDb. I'm going to now steal from the back of the box, which right. I may transcribe into IMDb at some point. Please To do. be that guy. <laughs> Billy Ray's a bad risk. He took the mob's family jewels. Now they want his. They tried beating and scar- or scaring it out of him, but he's not going. he's not giving them up. So they kill him. Now everyone believes Carmen must know where the jewels are. The mafia boss has brought in his top gun to find her and the jewels. This slime ball and his trained killers follow our heroes through car crashes and gun battles across the state of te- Texas, leaving a trail of fireballs and hunks of twisted metal. There's uh, there's bolding in there, which is why I got a little more intense on those lines. Okay. They, they pretty much just want you to know that car crashes and gun battles, fireballs and hunks of twisted metal are what this movie is all about. Holy shit, does this movie deliver on those fronts? It does. Oh, man. In spades. Wow. Now, this is the one that you said was directed by a stuntman? Yes. Jon Stewart, not the host of The Daily Show or one of the Green Lanterns. This is a stuntman from, uh, I don't know, he's he's got a long, you know, semi-illustrious stunt career, I suppose you could say. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, he goes like way back to the early it looks like the early 80s maybe well it just it seems like it was directed either by a stuntman mm-hmm. or a 13 year old or both or a 13 year old 13 year old stuntman <laughs> yeah because holy crap it may have been directed by 13 year old me <laughs> I, I might have i may have gone back <laughs> in time likely. to direct this at the age of 13 well, what's funny is this guy's kind of uh john stewart's kind of uh had small roles in in some larger movies even later like he was in 2012 as a pilot you know? really yeah so, you know, he's he's shown up here and there. I believe he's actually in another movie, which is on my to find list called Cyclone, if that's the movie I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And um, it, yeah, that's a like a killer motorcycle movie, something. But anyway, that's for another day. This yeah. is Action USA. God. 
It, yeah. I don't even know where to start. How about it's fucking awesome? <laughs> How about we start with the uh, with the beginning, which is the bitchin' Camaro, or Corvette, Corvette sorry. Yeah. yeah, it just starts off with a riding around a Corvette Stingray, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, they, with, the, with the big old blower on the hood. Mm-hmm. You know? They established Billy Ray, the guy who's stolen these, uh, these diamonds from the mob, as the biggest cliched Texas asshole you can possibly imagine. I mean, riding around in this... Uh, was it was it red? I, I thought it was like it's kind blue. of blue. Yeah, like yeah. A powder blue uh, Camaro. It's got a Corvette. big old. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, Corvette. If you want to say Camaro, it's got this big old like supercharger coming out of the hood. Mm-hmm. You know that sticks up like past the went the convertible windshield. Oh yeah. Um, what did his license plate say? Like slick, sleek, sleek one, slick, slick one. one, yeah, sleek. Think, or sleek one, sleek, sleek one, one, sleek one. I wrote it down. Um, oh, he's, he's yes, uh, BJ had the notes. He's driving around drinking a beer. Um, getting fresh with the girl who's in the passenger seat and, uh, he's got a nitrous system that he uses for no reason. He's just bobbing and weaving all over the, all, all over the road, cutting people off, just, mm-hmm. just generally showing off like big time. And you that, know, that gets her all hot and bothered. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. It does the job. Yeah. Like so any, they any get back to the house and girl. she's taken off her shirt within right. 30 seconds. Yeah. Pretty much like as soon as the, you know, after the opening credits, you know, shirts off, they're, they're getting down on this hideously ugly 80s sofa thing. Looks like somebody shot a professor to make a couch. <laughs> That's a good description. <laughs> I hope you wrote that in earlier. No. No, no that was top of the head. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's a good description. It's like a tweed jack- jacket sofa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then, you know, they do that. You know, you start to see what's going on in a slow pan over to the door, and you're like, oh. And then, of course, yeah. two guys... Bust down the door. Yeah, they don't well, just he takes bust the, down the door. They knock well, the fuck Well, he off took the, the time to lock the door. Yes, yes. in the first place. And he had a, Which and, was oh, so and he had a gun in his uh, on, uh, not in his belt, but just you know, like tucked into his jeans. Right. His his skin tight ass kicking jeans, which <laughs> didn't do him a lot of good. But you know, um, yeah, he was kind of a pansy. Yeah, he was. But so they, yeah, and then suddenly muscular Freddie Mercury yeah. kicks down the door. <laughs> muscular Freddie Mercury and this other really big dude with a I think with a mustache also um, bust down the door, um, grab him. And drag him out, or one of them grabs him and drags him out, and she stands up, still topless, running around, going, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" You know, doing the typical like feet on the chest, mm-hmm. "You brute, you brute, you brute." And like most movies, where you know she just get pushed aside or whatever, he cold cocks her, yeah, which was awesome in the nose. They like, take a point to have the shot of his fist cocking back yeah. and then just popping her right in the face. Yeah, wow. I mean, that was just we're that, like, whoa, that was a little unexpected, but pretty awesome. Um, totally worth it. So they they drag him off. She you know she collapses on the floor, um, and they then, they immediately like drive him to the yeah, airport. They, they throw him in a trunk, drive him to an airport, and then put him on a helicopter. Right, and take that up over uh, wherever they were, somewhere in te- Texas, middle of nowhere, Texas. Yeah, I mean it was filmed in Waco. I don't I don't know if Waco is that big. I'm I not having ever been there. I thought it was a much smaller town, but. I, I have no idea. I think that was probably like over Dallas or somewhere, but mm-hmm. um, so I think it was bigger back when that whole cult was there, and the, oh, and the yeah. population <laughs> dropped a little bit yeah. after '93. <laughs> like sixty people. Yeah, this this Something was like this that. was pre the uh, David Koresh business. Yeah, God, there. this is like so '80s. Yeah. This is very. It says '89, but I I want to say the credits said it was made in like '80 '83. Really? At the Whoa. end of it. Something like that. It, uh, no, 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 no. There were songs listed. No, there, there were songs listed that had like uh eight, like 1988 listed. Oh, really? In, in, okay. In I was kind of paying attention to that. Because it felt more like early 80s yeah, than late 80s. Mm-hmm. But, well, you know, it's that whole um, culture takes it. It's time to, to bleed out into smaller areas. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 
so they're always at least five years behind in, in small yeah. town places well, like that. They were they were bemulleted there. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. They there were was ma- they were bemulleted. bemulleted. Oh, <laughs> there was many a mullet. Yes. So they they throw them in this helicopter and take them up, and they're flying around the city. And then, of course, dangling them out the side, you know, trying to scare the shit out of them to tell them tell us where the diamonds are. And we're we're literally thrown right into this. We really don't know what's going on. Yeah. He was he was saying some kind of weird metaphor to her that's supposed to mean something snow and later. ice snow and ice yeah snow and ice and you know taking I mean, a trip we, to holland and yeah. windmills and blah blah something he was trying to tell her something without about, telling yeah it. something about the circle circle d ranch and, mm-hmm. you know yeah that's all he gets out before they, but the problem know. is she's about the stupidest movie character yeah. ever yeah it's very similar so, so to, she doesn't uh, really pick up on much of it who was the girl from that one movie that did the stupid stuff? The cyborg? Yes. <laughs> which, which one? <laughs> As a matter of fact. The, the yes, cyborg? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was the dumbest cyborg in movie history because you'd think she would have been a little smarter. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, they dangle him out of the helicopter yeah, for a long, long time. Yeah, they're just flying all around the city and nobody give, seems to give a shit that the guy's hanging by his belt loop to the to the you know they you know they the, were just like we've got so much footage of this yeah. and I want you to show every second of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, for, you know, He's just screaming his head off too, you know. Yeah, like nobody flailing looks around. Yeah, flailing his arms. Hey, there's a guy dangling out of a helicopter. Yeah. For being a like a, a movie made by a stunt man, they kinda A telegraph the stunts and B they don't really try to hide the stunt rigging for a lot of the stuff. That was the only really bad glaring one. That that one was the, like the worst. Yeah, and that. But and let's that's face bad, it, that's one where the insurance company was like, No. No. Whatever yeah. you harnessed him with, double quadruple it. it. Yeah. yeah. We don't want this jackass falling out of his helicopter. Yeah. And then they chuck him out of the helicopter anyway. Because <laughs> that's like that's like a million dollars if he dies. <laughs> Vinny, you know, Vinny Testaverde's insurance company or whatever. What? You get your quarterback? Yeah. If you I don't know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so yeah, they, they dump him into some sort of reservoir and he lives, of course. Obviously, because they dropped him from like 20 feet. Yeah. So he falls in the water, yeah. swims to the shore real fast. She just happens to be right there. Now, she was following and, along in her Porsche. She was kind of following along in her Porsche. Um, so she picks him up. You know, he kicks her to the side and says, I'll drive. And uh, There's women can't drive. They have a little bit of a car chase. Not, I mean, it wasn't too crazy. I mean, it, it went on for a while. It was a long one, but I mean, like, nothing super crazy happened, per se. Right? Um, not till the end. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> was that our first gratuitous explosion? Oh, that one? Yes. Was there one? See, yeah. I got to admit, like, so many of these chases, like, blend together for me. Yeah. Because in the beginning half, there's, like, six car chases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we started a gratuitous stunt count. Yeah. yeah. Th- there was a certain well, point. Let, because, let's, let's save that for the yeah. end, though. Let's, let's give a, a no, grand just total. No, but this is forward to it. But that, that action scene is when the gratuitous stunt counter began. Yes. Is because they're driving along, and suddenly, for no discernible reason, her door flies open, and she just starts hanging oh, her butt out the right, side yes, of, the, right. of the car. Yes, the cunt stunt, as I called it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Nicely yeah. done. Earn that explicit rating. Hey, yes. Hey, why not? All right, then. What? Dropping right. the C-bomb. Sure. Man. There's there's nothing action oriented that rhymes with vagina. Fuck, we're big in like UK. That's like a so much less okay you know, yeah, offensive word there. You know, Lord Lord Anthony, Lord Anthony Williams, William he'll, he'll back me up. That, back as yeah, up. people say cut all the time over there. Oh, there you oh. Go again. next you'll be saying twat or something. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Bollocks, freaking Brits. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So she's just vagina. hanging her butt out the side of the car for no reason. The actually the only reason it hangs out is so the other car can drive up and shear the door off. Yes, right. right. Predictably. Yeah, but she just. I mean, the way she flies out. For no reason, it was just yeah. Amazing. They take a they take a hard turn, and her yeah. ass flies out the door. Yeah, like she had her hand on the handle, just like oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. 
but anyway, so that, yeah, that that pretty much started. But like I said, like, other than that, I don't think there were I don't think there were explosions or anything like that. It was like this was easing us into the stunts. I yes, think in this first were. in the first one, I don't think there was. I mean, I think they like drive up on the sidewalk and all the people are diving out of the way. Yeah, and guys on the ladder hanging as the cars go under him. You know, things like that. But I don't I don't think it ended in an explosion. Did it? No, they do. That's because, the one where they drive through the yeah through they, the camper. Yeah, there is, is a it? school bus yeah. that apparently has had a head-on collision oh, with, right, with right, an right, RV, right, right? Okay, and which happens to have a ramped tow truck parked <laughs> right next to the. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> right next and, to the school bus, so you see and where this right. is going, mm-hmm. and the RV is filled with meth supplies. So the Porsche yeah. launches over the, the the school bus, basically. Yeah, uh, over this, you know, by way of this uh, ramped tow truck, mm-hmm. and the uh, they the guys were, they, in the Mercedes. Yeah, they're being chased in the Mercedes. We have to throw out. I don't know if you counted this in your in your. Um, gratuitous stunt thing but there was absolutely no reason for them to go in that parking garage that did, oh, yeah. that did no good the mercedes could have stopped outside and been like they'll <laughs> cut, they have to come down right yeah. you know or we can walk up and get them yeah, yeah. But they drive around in a parking garage yeah. i did not specifically time. count that in the gratuitous stunt count. yeah but i mean they, that was just <laughs> an excuse to like yeah, that was an excuse yet. to do a lot of first person car shot um, yeah. from like the from the front bumper and then like followed really close by a camera car. I mean, like really, really close yeah. through a parking garage just to like show off or that people was, could really drive. Or no, it couldn't have been a camera on a little gantry. No, no, yeah, because it was it was getting closer and further mm-hmm. and having a hard time following them. But yeah, it was just just a, a completely gratuitous scene yeah. to show how well they could film motion. Yeah, you know, yeah, but it all made it worth rigs. it by the time we got to the end. Yes, where they jump, they jump the school they bus the school in bus, there, and the Merc goes straight through the. Yeah, the Mercedes decides yeah. we're not going to make the ramp, so they just decide to drive straight through the RV. Yeah. Well, we didn't we didn't mention how how the Porsche lands. The Porsche lands nose into another car. Yeah. Oh which yeah, is pretty just amazing. Flips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like yeah. a mangled wreck, but mm-hmm. apparently they got out. Yeah. That, this and then one we immediately captured. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one of the weird things. Like we're like, oh fuck, what happened to them? And oh, did they get away? And next thing you know, they're in the trunk. They're like mm-hmm. oh, they 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 caught them right yeah, after that. Yeah. But you are glossing over the fact that after the Mercedes bust through the RV, uh-huh. oh, it, it apparently had about yes, I'm sorry, yes, a thousand gallons of gasoline in it, which by we learned by the end of the movie was probably, probably the smallest explosion in the movie. Yeah. Yes. And then it, and. They blow that RV the fuck oh, up. Oh, yeah, they do. I mean, that... And, and what's great is they keep... massive. They cut back to the kids in the bus, and they're just cheering their asses yeah. off. They're like, yeah! <laughs> that's fucking amazing! <laughs> oh, my God! Yeah, I mean, there's a mushroom cloud coming out of this <laughs> RV. There are many of those. Many and, and then they're just grabbing... Well, they don't even show them grabbing them out of yeah. the other car. They just show suddenly they've got them somewhere else. Yeah. Now, it, I it, thought it, I heard them say something like, get in the car, but they didn't show them getting yeah. in the car. If this, yeah. this hadn't been 1988, all those kids would have been on Twitter and Facebook like right then and mm-hmm. video cameras oh my god best thing ever man oh i got it on my flip cam <laughs> i flip hd so they capture billy ray and um uh carmen is, is is the girl's name that we find out i believe later mm-hmm. um and yeah, they're not big on names in this movie no but um, unlike many other movies we watch so they they end up shooting billy ray he's dead he's done yeah and he does not come back that kind of surprised me because i didn't read the box at all i just kind of figured okay he's the main yeah because i mean he gets chucked out of a helicopter sure swims to shore and hops in the car and is driving away he seems a little bit indestructible at this point a little bit of a pussy but you know i expected him to turn into ass kicking billy ray at any Mm -hmm. moment right so no, no, he, he's said he said he turns he's into done, bullet um, absorbing. Billy they're they're about to take her out too, <laughs> and and uh, serendipitously the the two FBI guys show up right at that moment, right when mm-hmm. she's about to get a bullet and start shooting. Um, she freaks the fuck out because she's just seen her you know her man die, so she takes off down the woods and you know she's being chased. We don't see by who she gets tackled, and it 
Turns out it's Clay, one of one of two FBI agents that's on this case. There's Clay and also Panama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so she's she doesn't believe he's FBI. She's just freaking the fuck out, and she gets her second pitch or her second slap at contact, uh, full contact. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the it's the airplane. Like you know, let me take care of this. You know, kind of calm me down method, and he gives her a pretty good slap. Yeah, so, she gets slapped a few times. Yeah. She got anyway, some sense knocked into her. So we we now are introduced to who really are our main characters, which is uh, Clay and uh, Panama, as he's known. Clay being the uh, Mel Gibson type guy, right? You know, Mel Gibson lethal weapon type guy, right? And Panama being Danny Glover, he's a yeah. little he's a little square and not quite as quick, and or, always wearing his suit. And, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. He much never exactly mentions how close he is to retirement. No, but no, he kind of talks about like how long he's been in the force and mm-hmm. he's kind of sick of it and all that, but. Never yeah. does that. I'm two weeks from retirement kind of thing. Yeah. And we will mention there was no loose cannon no. sighting. Nope. Once again. We thought there might be a chance, but no. Yeah. We're hoping for it, but it turns out the uh, his chief is a little bit more loose cannon than he is. Mm-hmm. Right. So so now we're like the actual real story now begins because it's now, you know, these three trying to escape and get her to safety slash figure out where these diamonds are and if she if she has any kind of clues that billy ray might have had and all the while we've got um what's what's this what's his dick who's the main bad guy uh frankie frankie frankie, frankie. oh yeah, yeah the big the frankie's boss guy. frankie's the big boss guy in charge of this you know he's the mob that they stole the diamonds from and um he calls in a couple of guys and apparently they tried to chase him down a couple times some more car chases ensue but then they decide to call in the big guns and that's draco which Drago. we thought it was Drago, but they keep saying Drago. Drago. So, yeah, he's not a Drago at all. He's just a big. He's just a big cowboy fuck. Big cowboy asshole. Yeah, yeah he wears like a, like an almost white duster and a cowboy hat and carries a big six shooter. Like, actually, it's like a three fifty seven. But yeah, yeah it's, it's a it's giant a fucking, fucking gun. gun. Yeah, but um, so like a lot of shit happens. Basically, much like Cyborg, she's just always in peril. You know, they're like, stay here. She doesn't stay there. She gets kidnapped, but they always get her back really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, at like one point, it's like she gets taken away. They walk outside. They're very slowly putting her in a car, and they're like, they start shooting, and they take off and get her back. I mean, it's you know, it's she's never really like in that much peril because she just yeah. gets rescued so damn quick. Yeah, my favorite part is once they've actually saved her, they bring her to the hotel, mm-hmm. and we get the gratuitous shower scene, right? And she gets out of the shower, and then of course she goes to the window. And the guys in the FBI agent is just just don't go near the window and she's like why why not and then she opens the window and freddie mercury just bursts <laughs> through yeah. it yeah like just head first through the window and that, that's one of the best um not only does she get kind of caught up with the glass but he, uh, he gets shot falls in her and basically gives her like this falling yeah, elbow, the elbow to the face <laughs> i mean so it's the third the time dude, she's been hit yeah. in the face over the course of about 15 yeah. minutes into <laughs> the movie it's because the dude's in the process of dying but still right yeah but I love that she gets out of the shower and she's all clean, and then she's just coated in blood like <laughs> yeah. two seconds well, later. Well, then they, 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 all this shit starts going down, and they just throw her in the car in the towel. Yeah. You know, because there's no time to do anything else. But I mm-hmm. mean, and then magically her, you know, her blue dress shirt thing, whatever, comes back. You know, that's what she's pretty much wearing throughout the whole mm-hmm. movie is this like weird long sleeve, you know, long t shirt dress deal thing. Just ugly ass outfits. Yeah. That's all we can say. Basically. Even for the 80s, those were ugly ass outfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and, and uh, her half shirt with no bra thing. Yeah. Kind of weird. Well, in Panama, like, you know, is, you know, like he's wearing a suit, but he's got like a golf shirt on underneath it most of the time, I believe. Yeah, he's got a skinny tie. He's got white socks. Did he have some kind of like ascot? Or was that just like part no. of his hospital regalia? That, that was, was part just of the part hospital of his hospital. Stuff. Uh, okay. Stuff at the end. Okay. 
Because I, I I couldn't really figure that out. Anyway, we're not costume people. There's, there's explosions to be talked about. Here. Yeah, kaboom. So, uh, what else? I mean, this so, movie so blows up so, yeah, so good. They, they've got they've got Drago chasing them around now, and like I said, it, it's car chase after car chase, uh, and everybody's car breaks down at some point. Yeah, yeah, always. I mean, they're switching cars like left and right. They're in a pickup truck at one point. They've got a you know like an old uh, the bad guys have like an old like Starsky and Hutch type of car mm-hmm. um i mean they just all kinds of all kinds of vehicles they keep the mercedes for a while i mean they're driving around that mark for a while until they spin it into a culvert yeah 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 basically oh that's one of the many many jumps that are in this movie too is um what were i don't even know what they well, were at that point but. they were just you know it was just another sequence of driving well, that around was, that was and, a, yeah the cops were well, driving away yeah, yeah but, but they, they jumped over this like you know like a man-made river embankment thing and and the other guys were like oh shit and try to stop and they just roll it into the yeah which well, catches well, on fire yeah, yeah it flips over catches on fire oh, and, the and guy then explodes on, yeah well yeah and then the guy gets out on fire and does the, yeah. the flame suit thing which there's there's like <laughs> there's six guys yeah there's like six guys that do the you know they run around yeah. on flames going, but you missed a crucial step in that okay. in that car chase what that was is when they cut off the station wagon who decides to plow through the corner of someone's house. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, and the guy Wait, was stops. that during that one. Yes, that was during oh, that, that one is was fucking amazing. Yeah, that was when we knew that this movie had locked into awesome mode is mm-hmm. the guy in the station wagon narrowly misses the people hanging out in lawn chairs in the front of the house, right. takes out a huge corner of Dude, whatever the house was. My Stop. Yeah, the guy's screaming at him from the front. He's like, oh, you son of a bitch. And you the guy goes, guy goes, sorry about your house, pulls away, and the house fucking explodes yes. into a monstrous fireball. Yeah. Like, like, he, the entire house was just once again a thousand gallons of gasoline. They must house. have. They must have just built that house for the stunt and been like, "Fuck it, let's blow it up, dudes." Yeah, yeah. it was probably we like some gasoline. model home or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but what even better was like not only that does he say sorry about your house, but he throws in like the obligatory pal or buddy. <laughs> yeah, she's like sorry about your house, pal, and then starts to and drive then drives off. away like his, <laughs> like station wagon versus house <laughs> station, station wagon, wagon, wagon wins. wins. And, uh, and fireball know, conquers man. all. Yeah. So we have that fireball, and then not even two minutes later is the Burning Man in the culvert. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah, man. And then they're just like, "All I'm right, just, cool." And then just, they drive away. I know, I know. I'm going to jump ahead to another car chase, but I am so glad that it paid off because I said it the second I saw it. They they pull into this gas station, and they and they make a point of showing they kind of hover on the the you know the big tank. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the, the reservoir tank, yeah, tank or whatever sitting outside out front of you know the old style of gas station, and I'm like that fucker's gonna blow up, <laughs> you know. And they they drive off, and you know nothing happens. I'm like, oh, but somehow they end up doubling back, and <laughs> that fucking explosion, Jesus we were just Christ, out for blood at that point. Oh my oh, yeah. god, that that, <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a John Carpenter's vampire explosion, if not better. Yeah, that was fucking a massive, it was like a stealth explosion. Yeah. Screen filler. Yeah, yes. well, that was the one where, like, you could just see the tires of the car oh, yeah. flaming yes. and flying yes. through the air. Flying. And they were, like, goddamn five <sighs> stories in the air flying away. Uh, flaming tire got a mention in the God Goddamn yeah. amazing. That- <laughs> yeah, I could see there's a giant. It's covering three lines. It says <laughs> flaming tire, exclamation point. Yeah, you can't, you can't ignore that kind of thing. <laughs> I, I believe it's during, like I said, I skipped ahead a few. There's lots of shit that happens. There's just, this, oh, is, this movie's wall-to-wall action, as the title would suggest. But... I believe it's among the same car chase that that possibly culminates in this big huge fireball. But there's a point when they're fighting and dudes just keep getting like knocked out of the bad guy's car and they roll 
off to the side, you know, and like, oh yeah, yeah I mean, I, I believe, yeah. I mean, believe Drago was first actually. Yeah, he got knocked out of his yeah. car, and um, you you kind of think like, oh, he's dead because I mean, they're, you know they're going like sixty down the road, and he just mm-hmm. sort of. You know what happens a lot with him? Like something, some sort of minor injury befalls him, and he disappears for three <laughs> scenes. <laughs> right, he's like, oh shit, I gotta go to the hospital, get that fixed up, yeah. and then he's back later. Right, but there was a point like it, it did that kind of. Like the, he falls out, and they obviously want to show the stunt, so he goes rolling in the ditch and stops there for a second. And the camera kind of holds to, like, I guess, to like establish, like, hey, this was a real guy that just did this, you know, kind of shot. Mm-hmm. And there, in the back of my mind, I'm like, explode, just fucking explode. I'm like, <laughs> you just this, want the guy if to this explode. This guy just ignites. I'm never <laughs> watching another movie ever again. I swear to God, I will put this movie yeah. on replay for the rest of my life. That is this kind of movie. Is you just anything yeah. that has suffered some kind of trauma recently, you <laughs> expect explode. to explode at any point. Yeah, whether I, it's human, whether it's anything. I swear, I, I swear. Squirrel if, that ran across the road mm-hmm. in the first scene. I did not need an explanation. He just could have burst into flames. Yeah. And in Fireball, and it would have been amazing. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, I probably would never watch another movie. Mm. Yeah. God. <laughs> there, and, it was and, begging for it. And, yeah. Yeah, and there's also a scene, and keep in mind, I mean, we are like just jumping all over this movie because none of it really strings together. It's basically, if people are talking to each other, it is only to establish the next chase scene somehow. Right. There were some good lines, though. There was some weird-ass... Yeah. little fucking lines that we mostly got drowned out tonight mm-hmm. yeah um, we talked a lot well, we talked a lot over it and we had some loud people here but and it was vhs yeah, also it was so VHS, it wasn't so, exactly yeah, the loudest it was middling quality at the points but um yeah some of the dialogue was really actually quite funny like i mean like uh, De- uh i almost called him dago <laughs> drago <laughs> yes drago um at one point they shoot out his tires and the car's still going <laughs> And he's like, they shot out our rubbers. Yeah. <laughs> and then they pull they over the side the of the road. He's like, get jump, rubber. Out, jump out there and change that rubber now. <laughs> this is like, who what? the hell who calls, calls a rubber a tire, a rubber. tire a rubber? Yeah, I don't know. But I that, mean, it was funny. Over in the Englandville, you know, they use a yeah. Y instead of an I. But what? Who calls it a rubber? Oh, How do you spell rubber with Y? Tire. No, they R-U-B-B-R-Y. spell tire. R-U-B-B-R-Y. Yeah, he means tire. Spell tire oh. with a Y. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Okay, that get out and change your rubber. Yeah, <laughs> learn to speak the Queen's English. Damn it. Yeah, Ooh, hey. but they uh, there's also a scene where, and this happens a lot, where she is just completely oblivious to the danger she is in. Oh yeah, regardless. And so they're just they get to some country bar, and she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so then, of course, they're just like being the complete. You know, at this point, you'd think they would have learned to keep her in their sight yeah, at all times and never leave the room. One of her, yeah. No, they just let her wander in. And so and then, of course, you know, the uh, Panama, the black guy, decides to go in after her. And of course, because it's a honky tonk bar, everyone's giving him dirty looks the whole time he's in there. Because, you know, apparently in Texas, they're all racist. And that brings up another great character is that the lady that works the door at that oh, place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He basically, there's a cover charge. It's ladies night. So they let her walk right, right. in, but he stops, tries to flash the yeah. bat and say, I'm FBI. And she's like, Oh, that's good. That'll be $3. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, that's $3 for each letter. Well, yeah, that's the, that, for was, each letter. that was the next one. I believe I thought, I think, yeah. uh, I think he got that, but yeah, she's, he's like, I don't think you understand. I'm FBI. And she's like, Oh, no, that's that was gr- a, that oh, was, was the first. Him? Yeah. Yeah. And she's good. Oh, well, that's, that's great. That'll be a dollar per letter. <laughs> that was great. Nope, straight color charge is three dollars. Anyway, she was the best character. In the yeah, movie. she was. She was awesome. Her and the, and the chief were pretty, mm-hmm. pretty awesome dudes. <laughs> God. She was a dude, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, the dude looked like a lady. 
God, the chief had the best voice in the movie. Oh yeah, too. yeah. He talked like this. No, yeah. it was worse than that. <clears throat> it Sorry. was. It was like raspier. It was. It was, just, it was pretty raspy. Yeah, it was Kinda more like, like that. this. It wasn't like a Harvey Firestein. It was like yeah. a tough guy raspy. Yeah. It was like, you guys are loose cannons. It's like Jack Valance and, yeah. and Burt Reynolds and Harvey Feierstein all had a throat babies. <laughs> throat babies. Yeah. Wow. Now we were just waiting. Those we were rubbers. just yeah. yeah. Get Quickly. out there and change those rubbers. <laughs> Gonna have some throat babies. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Can't miss but, a chance to do but that. Yeah. Harvey so they, they go into the honky tonk bar. And, you know, and then eventually... Which is not a proper honky-tonk bar, yeah. because there's no chicken wire in front of the band. No, there's not. But there's lots of mullets. Oh, and yeah. lot, Lots of 10-gallon oh, yeah. hats. Mm-hmm. And lots of guys giving dirty looks lots to the sh- one black man in the building. Right. In, in the state, apparently, yeah. actually. Yeah, and Clay comes in, and then he kind of hangs out around the bathroom, can't find it, can't, you know, just wait for the girl. They don't know where she is. He hears... He hears somebody who sounds like they're in trouble in the bathroom. So he busts in the bathroom and that's when we get the second gratuitous nudity scene. It's yeah, just by some random chicken. Yeah. In the bathroom. Just some random chicken, a dude in a bathroom. And the guy says, wait your turn. Wait your turn. <laughs> yep. So then he goes out and realizes, Oh, she's not in there. And then of course, Drago shows up and doesn't clay just like, and then, I know. I believe at the same time, Panama's trying to order a drink, and they won't give him a drink. And he's getting they accosted him a drink, by but redneck. The, but a redneck, like put the shot glass like yeah. in his yeah. mouth and then tipped the drink back and then poured the yeah, poured the beverage back into the shot glass and told him it tasted like, like shit. shit. Somewhere in this though, he I believe um Panama spots Drago and kind mm-hmm. of intentionally starts a fight to cause the chaos. Well, no, they would Clay need to get away. does. Clay does did he? that. Okay. Yeah. And then the best part is cuz Clay just cracks this guy who's right. who's harassing uh Panama. And then some guy out in the middle of the dance floor is just like, oh, hell yeah, that's he's a like, fight. And he just goes, bar fight. And then so everybody in the fucking building just starts punching each other. And it's like a goddamn riot erupts. It's, and, and it's sort of like a controlled riot because everybody's like, oh, great. We get to have a bar fight. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah, it's like and the then, Lakers won the finals. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then Carmen in her infinite, you know, idiocy decides this is the time to get up on stage and just start singing. Along with the band. Yeah, along with the band. And this is while everybody is bar fighting, mm-hmm. and uh, Panama gets thrown through a yeah. He gets thrown through lattice, lattice work twice. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> both ways. But that wasn't just a throw. That was like a launch. Well, yeah, that was, <laughs> it was some like kind of fired him out yeah. of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how he flew yeah, through the air, though. It, it was. wasn't like he was. No, that was, it was one of those little launch pad yeah. mm-hmm. stunt deals. Yeah, but then he comes back through the from the other side, which is pretty amazing. Well, after somebody yeah. helps him up. Yeah, somebody like, helps him up and then chucks him he's back like, through. Thank you, partner. <laughs> right back through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then the song ends and they just stop fighting. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, okay. And they give oh, a round hey. of applause because Carmen has finished singing and I guess they liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't mention she jumps up on stage for no particular reason. No, I, I guess I we did. That. Did you? You just yeah. weren't paying attention. You what? You need head. to pay more attention. I'm sorry, what? Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But uh, at this point, they capture Clay and. This is the this is one of the weird ones For too. No reason is, is Panama and Carmen get in the car to get away, and then Drago's like, "Oh, they're there! Let's go get them!" And then they back up into something, and then just give up. Like they're like, "Oh, damn rednecks!" And I guess it like they backed into a car that was double parked or something. Or so a they car just that was that was probably parked behind them. So they couldn't behind back them, up. and then they just like all of a sudden they cut to scene. Well, this and is it's what we're like saying. There's a lot of miles away. Yeah, we 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 pointed this out earlier. There's like minor inconveniences that stop them until later. Mm-hmm. Mostly for Drago. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, like, he'll get hit, like, <laughs> you know, he'll get shot at from across the parking lot, and he'll be like, oh, run. 
you know, but then he'll get thrown out of a car and it's like, I'm good. You know, let's yeah. go. So it, it's kind of weird in that way. But so anyway, um, yeah, I mean, this kind of sets up the the final climactic scene there. I believe this is the car chase that ends in the gas station explosion is they're in this, uh, you know, big old, huge old school Ford pickup truck. Um, at some point they switch places because they, you know, the bad guys see him and another car chase ensues and, um, Panama ends up getting shot. So Carmen's doing the driving. And then this is where, uh, clay is like systematically like throwing the guys out of the car, including yeah. launching himself and another dude through the back windshield mm-hmm. as the car is going like 60 miles an hour down the road. So they're fighting it out on the That's back. A, and it looks as awesome as it sounds. It, it is. It does. Because they show, they just have the shot like from the back bumper, right. kind of like like a, like a car trailing them. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, these two dudes just come flying out of the back and glass goes everywhere. <laughs> and they're just fist fighting on the back of the car while it's going 60. Yeah. I mean, I think the best way to sell this movie is like, imagine if they, in the 80s, they had made a TJ Hooker, Fall Guy, A-Team style crazy stunts but with a theatrical budget that is this mm-hmm. movie wall to wall because you know they used to do crazy shit like that flipping cars and blowing shit up and it didn't matter and they just yeah. don't really do that anymore unless you're michael bay yeah and and keep in mind this is completely devoid of irony at all oh, like, yeah. there is no like everything is played perfectly straight yeah there's no wink at the camera. There's none of that bullshit this is just like dudes are like we're gonna make the best fucking action movie we could possibly Ever. make and we were going to blow so much shit up. And then they went and did it. So, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, but that. Let's wrap up the end well, really well, quick. Because no, but think about it. Okay. There, there was the explosion at the gas station. Right. But there was also the explosion into the parked truck that is across the road. That is oh, marked God. explosives. Right, right. <laughs> so they, they ram a semi truck that explodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Everything is just everything. Everything ends with an explosion, pretty, pretty much. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, one more, one more thing, just because this is the one time the movie doesn't pay off where it should. Is there is a? I believe this is during the final, you know, man on man to man fisticuffs type of thing. Is is Drago and Clay are fighting, mm-hmm. and uh, he's kind of whipping Clay's ass because he's a lot bigger dude. Carmen looks over, sees a board that's got nails sticking out of it, and you think. This dude's about to get, you know, nailed to the head, nailed to the head, nailed to the shoulder, something that's going to stop him. And she just whacks him with the board and the board only. Yeah. And of course, yeah. he does that runaway. Oh, oh ow. shit. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. Boards, my only weakness. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like, that was in my mind, like the one time the movie didn't pay off. Yeah. But it was pretty awesome right before that. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're, keep in mind, this, they're in the top of a skyscraper for no apparent reason. Right. Uh, and it's all under construction. That, that's like just where they ran to. I don't know why. Was that in the hospital? I, I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they get what's his name into the hospital. Yeah, yeah it was in the Panama, hospital. Panama gets shot. And he's in the hospital. And you think he's about to die because he's like, I'm going to explain what Panama means. And then the yeah. nurse is like, oh, the sedatives are kicking in. It'll yeah. be fine. And like, Wait, what? <laughs> we thought he was dying right there. <laughs> so We're of course, the they, they decide to make the call to the to the not precinct, whatever the FBI, the field yeah. office, they make, he makes the call. And of course he leaves her alone for five minutes, which means she gets kidnapped oh, again. Yeah. And I, yeah. And they, and they take her up mm-hmm. breaking all the rule because, well, first they go through the, um, we thought they, we thought it was going to be the movie, the end of the movie, because it looked like they took her down to the boiler room. Right. Yeah. Laundry room slash boiler room. Yeah. slash I don't know. Medical yeah, surplus. Uh, it was know. weird. Random foggy, yeah. dark area. It looked like the end of yeah. you know. But then mini, they took him, then they took him to the top of the skyscraper, and 
they're about to shoot, like they get the drop on Clay. There's there's Drago and one of his henchmen. I forget which one it was even now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There's he, one guy, this point, there was one guy named Lucky. That's all I know. Yeah, his name was Lucky. And he's and he pulls the trigger and it just clicks because he's out of bullets. Yeah, that's what it was because he goes, I guess you're not so lucky now. And yeah. <laughs> I think Roundhouse <laughs> kicks, kicks him. He kicks him out the window. Yeah. And that is the longest. <laughs> the longest fall <laughs> ever. I mean, th- I think the only thing that falls longer than that is the car in Blues Brothers. I mean, yeah. where they literally like dropped it from well, above the Sears Tower. Well, we made it longer by doing that by going, yeah. and then everyone and like ran like, out of breath. It took us, I think, <laughs> three breaths again. Oh, I think I was up about four or five because I was also kind of laughing in the middle of it. No, yeah. because as soon as they got up near the roof, we're like, somebody is going out the window. Oh yeah, we're and we, ready we for figured, it. and we figured he's going to land on the car, and the car is going to explode. Because that is That's the type true. of movie. And he does land on the car, but sadly the car did not burst into flame. Yeah, but that made sense. I mean, you know. No, we, it didn't. We, no, we not for this, this movie. I know, I know. But I think they ran out of money. I think if they could have made that car blow up, <laughs> they would have made that goddamn car blow up. Yeah. yeah. So this all ends on a bridge. Um, yeah. at, at the end, we, we come to find out that basically the FBI chief has been pulling the strings all along. He wants the diamonds. And he's been telling Drago and Frankie or whomever is in cohorts mm-hmm. with him where they are every step of the way, which is why they can miraculously find them everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's the typical double, triple, quadruple crossing the end of the yeah. bridge, and I mean it, it's a pretty awesome setup. I mean they've they've got they've got Clay, they got the drop on him because you know he he goes in thinking this is where I'm handing Carmen over for the next leg of her, you know witness protection, whatever mm-hmm. he gets there, they get the drop of him. You know, they already know about the diamonds. They pull his gun. They point over to the side, like off the side of the bridge. And they've got Panama in a car rigged with TNT, mm-hmm. and, you know, and a, a, you know, a, a kill switch type of situation. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all hope seems lost. And then Carmen finally does something worthwhile. So <laughs> out of nowhere, she grabs a gas can because, well, there's, Apparently they're gas just laying about. They're, yeah, it's Texas. Yeah, she just looked at. Oh, that car looks like it could explode. Oh, look, gas. And um, she pulls out a bottle and, and starts making Molotov cocktails and uh, rides up on the bridge, throws it on under mm-hmm. one of the cars, and of course it explodes. I believe it took three guys on fire. Yeah, the car yes. side of the bridge. The car gate. Yeah, it gave a big mushroom cloud, and three yeah. guys jumped off. All of them on fire. Right into into the water from from the top of this bridge, and mm-hmm. yeah. That's pretty much the end of the movie. I and believe. then, and um, then a shootout ensues where the field chief is killed, how did, and how that did blows Drago up. The, die? Uh, Drago tried to. Oh, he hopped. He, he, hopped, he hopped on the, on the bike, bike on the dirt bike and was oh, like, "I'm getting the hell out of here." Right. And he and pops then, a wheelie as he takes off because he's Drago. Yeah. And the and the chief <laughs> shoots him in the back. Yeah. Then Burt yeah. Reynolds fires Steen. Yeah, grabs an <laughs> Uzi out of nowhere and just guns him down. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it was under the car. One of the one of the henchmen dudes that mm-hmm. died dropped yeah. it before he left off. The yeah, because Drago right. shot. Drago shoots one of the henchmen, drives off, mm-hmm. and gets just killed like right in the back. Oh yeah, that yeah. was that was the yuppie FBI guy. Yeah. In, like fucking yuppies. Yeah. Yeah. But then you know the the chief just kind of takes one in the shoulder and is suddenly dead. But that yeah. also sets off the kill switch, and we think. Panama's dead. Panama's dead. And that was just an excuse to get one last explosion. Ka-boom. And yeah. it was a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, that one was good too. Yeah. And then they, of oh, course, he's outside the car. He runs down. Yeah. He's crying because his partner's been they, blown up. That was one thing I think we, we didn't hear, but I'm pretty sure that was a pretty good no yeah. <laughs> situation there. But we were pretty much cheering at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. They all run down and they think Panama's dead, but he's off to the side. They walk off happily and they've got some of the diamonds and they do that whole like, 
walking off into the sunset talking about where they're going to go with their mm-hmm. with their loot, their fat loots. And we were just praying that the last car would suddenly blow up. Because right. there was one car left on that bridge. Yeah. And sadly, it didn't blow up. Nope. Credits. Mm-mm. And then a couple of lame outtakes. Yeah, the outtakes were terrible. Yeah, they were. There were no smoking the bandit outtakes. I'll no. tell you that right now. So anyway, let's mm-hmm. rate this bitch because we've, we've droned on. You can never talk too much about explosions. Oh, I know. I, I do have to. We do yes, have to throw one thing at the gratuitous. The tally, yeah. Now, I think I think I am a little bit short on the gratuitous stunt count. Rough because rough because yeah. we started because about we started five a little bit in, yeah, and maybe there were a lot of gratuitous in. stunts before that. Yeah. Sure. So maybe ten or fifteen minutes in, gratuitous stunt count hit twenty nine, um, and I think we may have doubled that if we had started counting from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And we're saying this is strictly gratuitous. This is right. like not just not, regular stunts. Not drive the plot. Right. It's just this over just the top. Does not contribute to an escape. Yeah. Does just, not. Yeah. Stunting for stunt's sake. Exactly. And then gratuitous explosions. There were nine. <laughs> nine. <laughs> that gives you an idea. Yeah. Because really, every explosion was gratuitous. Yeah. Except much. maybe the one on the bridge when she tosses the Molotov. There and, were nine and really good explosions. Still, somewhat more gratuitous. than a car would do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with with the Molotov cocktail underneath it. So it's awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm not. De- no, I'm not denying this. I'm just merely MythBusters questioning the science. Don't question the science in this movie. <laughs> okay, you can't question anything else. But all right, well, let's not right. question anymore. Let's let's set a rating to this bitch. and and settle it, settle the score. Everyone's looking my direction. Uh, I'm, no, I'm looking. I'm, I'm just balancing. I'm just, the yeah, the I'm, just, I'm just looking. I, I'm I'm having a little Mexican standoff well, here. See who's going to shoot first. Four jocks. I couldn't quite go five, and I don't know why. I think it's just because the girl annoyed me so much, <laughs> so much, that I couldn't quite go five. And but I love, I love the whole. It feels like an early '80s movie. It feels like you said, like a TJ Hooker, A Team, all of that. Except if stuff really did blow up and people right. really did get shot, I could say motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I. I guess I wanted more badass out of my main guy. That's probably the main, the only flaw that I can find. Okay. Otherwise, I mean, God damn it, nine gratuitous explosions. And they are big ass explosions. If you are a fan of explosions, you must watch this movie. Yes. And car chases, if you're a fan of car chases, you will see a lot of car chases. A plethora. A whole lot. Maybe too many. So Never. I'm going to go ahead and say that this is undoubtedly a five jocks movie. Jesus, Harold Christ, on a pogo stick. There is that many explosions in a movie. Fireball-inducing infernos that they were. Yes. Yes, and four flaming men. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that, yes. Were not, that were not the village people. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, a thousand times yes. I think one of the couple of them were cops, but they weren't <laughs> wearing the care. outfits. <laughs> I, I just, Mercury did not get lost. I cannot, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, the girl didn't bother me. You know, she was... She was Penelope Pitstop. She was damsel in distress. So, you know, typical action movie, whatever. You know, so, I mean, you know, I don't know. She had a silk dress and healthy breasts that bounced on the, you know, skin. Uh, <laughs> Italian. But, she, Italian she, she, professor's she, sofa. So, why not? She fulfilled her part. Yeah, she did movie. her part and she got in trouble a lot. And that's what, you know, she could sing, sort of. All right, BJ. Ish. All right. Um, because I generally round down whenever I have an issue of um, whenever I have an issue of, you know, being between a couple numbers, uh, this one gets a four. Okay. But only because I round down. 
Okay. So it's it would be if we if we could give percentage points or, or four and or, a half or tenths, it would be a four point eight, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, it has to go over five jocks. You know, it has to crest that. I mountain. didn't push you down, did I? No, you did not. No, okay. No. You no. already decided? Yeah. All right, that's a good thing. Second but, uh, explosion, I was decided. I was done. I was like, cat's in the bag. I couldn't quite go five. You know, it was so yeah. close. I will say, it would have been so five close. if that dude who got chucked off the roof. If the car if had that exploded. car had blown up when that guy landed on it, if there had been one just like pointless explosion, more than there was. <laughs> one more, yeah. <laughs> but no, but I mean like truly pointless. Like, there right. should be no reason that this will blow up. Right. You can invent a reason for the house to blow up, but. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Meth lab. Yeah. Meth yeah. lab is our answer to all of them. <laughs> that car blow. There was a meth lab in the yeah. trunk. Yeah. <laughs> that RV. There's a meth lab in the RV. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you have propane tanks on RVs because you use mm-hmm. gas, like yeah. gas heating. Yeah, when you could have gas lines in a house, mm-hmm. sure. Gas right. heater, why not? Silent Jen got her in the house. She, she's gone for. This might be the. Whoa. This might be the movie she has liked most. That that is Jocks, correct? Okay. Yeah. She's nodding is, in the positive. Wow. Wow, that that's that is the highest rating we've ever gotten out of her. So it wins something there. If that doesn't else. tell you that this movie delivers, that gets the I don't Silent think Jen Golden will. Seal. So what are we going to do? I mean, this movie, the world has to see this movie. Yes, I may have only given it four jocks, but let's face it, the world needs to see this. This is correct. So, um, as is my custom when when watching a VHS that is not available on DVD, is I. Throwed it, throwed it, I throwed it. <laughs> you gone down, I, I gone down, throwed it into my magical DVD burner. And, uh, you know, so I made a DVD copy. Um, it's been my experience that when they come out of these uh, set-top DVD burners, I don't know what they do, but it takes a fuck long time to copy one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to crack it, crack the case, and just, you know, make this a little easier to copy. So, if look, I mean, if you can't find it, you don't have VHS. This is just, this is the only way, I mean... Yeah, and obviously, it's not like this is available yeah, anywhere. Nobody I don't is, even know how the hell you found this. Nobody is coming after this, you know. I yeah, mean, yeah. I can torrent the hell out of this. Imperial I'm Entertainment sure. Corp, if Imp- you're out yeah. there and listening. I mean, if I'm wrong and you hear contact this. Us. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I think I found like the last copy on eBay or Amazon or something. Yeah. And I, oh, I have to give a shout out that the only reason I know about this movie is that the, the trailer um, was on the extras, I believe, on the Found Footage Festival Volume 4. Okay. Um, there's hey, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bonus um, section on there that had some cheesy trailers, which I own another one that was featured on there, which is Firehead. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm looking at the VHS box and I love the fact that it's got one of the old video store stickers that says action. Action. Oh, sure. Yeah. Under, like, it says action yeah. USA. It's action USA on a red, white, and blue flag pattern background. Yeah. With explosions there's a cutout in the middle. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. There, there is going to be a, a, a twit pick of this. Yeah, there's a square in the middle with one part is the guy out. getting thrown out the window. Another guy is a guy with a gun on fire storming around. Yeah, I kind of... And the other one is the the, uh, Porsche. the Porsche landing headfirst into the traffic. Well, the fact that it even has an action sticker on a movie called Action <laughs> USA. <laughs> redundant. Action USA. I just, the feel-good yeah. movie of the summer. You know what? We don't even need to post a picture. We just need to scan this one and put it up. Okay. Like, we don't mm-hmm. even need to Google search it. We just need a scan of this cover. All right. Well, let's see what we Because everyone do. needs to see the sticker. I may have this kind of technology. <laughs> we may have it. May have it. Yeah. And, ah, oh God, we, we didn't even mention Black Eagle. 
the trailer that's that's on the beginning of the DVD that you have now. Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Black Eagle, which is a Van Damme movie I had never heard of. Never heard of that one. Never heard of that one. Um, wow. I just, I'm sorry. I just looked on Amazon, which I think is where I purchased this. And now the the lowest going rate for this is $18. What? I believe I paid significantly less. Like I said, I may have, for a I may have, I may have done eBay. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. There's oh. one that's like, I this has got to be one of those like, oh, maybe I'll get somebody stupid to click on it. But there's, there's one that's listed at like $900. You know, it's got to be one that's like somebody just oh, put something ridiculous. Whoever did that's an asshole. Yeah, nine ninety nine ninety eight. Yeah. All right. Well, and somehow yet they have forty five thousand positive ratings. Whatever. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm I'm gonna do whatever I can to make this available. You know, contact us. Contact information yes. at the end of the show. So, but now let's take a break, shall we? Sounds like a great idea. Take the so. break. Right. All right, and welcome back hey, to the podcast. Second half. Woo. The second half. So, in skipping a week, I don't know about you guys, but I watched a lot, a lot of movies since the last time we recorded. I watched a lot if two counts as a lot. If one counts as a lot, I also watched a lot. Okay. Yeah. I watched I a lot. One. You watched a couple and you watched one. But yeah. For, but we, your, your lot is like a dozen, isn't it? It's, it's a good number. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let me, let me start and then we'll, we'll, we'll sparse yours in between mine. So I don't drown, drown on, drown, blah, blah, blah. drone, drone on for about 20 minutes. Sure. Okay. So first off I have to do a uh, thing I have to say is that, um, green capped, we, uh, had the pleasure of meeting one of our fans in person because he lives not too far from us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he also did a, did a great service for, for the world. Right. He sold me in a top loading Nintendo entertainment system. Yes. Right. Yeah, but he, he with games. He came bearing, and dogbone controllers. Yeah, dogbone controllers. He came bearing other gifts though as well. Um, he brought us some terrible movies, um, such as like Battle Beyond the Stars, which mm-hmm. is a uh, you know almost like a companion piece to Star Crash. So we will definitely get to that at some mm-hmm. point. Um, I don't have the other ones right in front of me, so I don't remember what they are. But he brought us a uh, some actual film from right. I want to say it was like a theatrical thirty-five millimeter print of like the. Final Fantasy Seven trailer, something, something like that. Something like that, I believe it was. Yeah, it's sitting on my coffee table. I forgot to bring it in for the studio. Right. I need to bring that in the light gun since the light gun doesn't work with my TV. <laughs> right. Oh, you tried it. Yeah, I tried oh, it. Boo. It does not work with my TV. Sad. So, but for it was me, a sad day. But for me personally, and and well, you know, any either of you guys should you wish to partake, but I don't think they're probably your thing. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a big big Luke Besson fan, not just in his his directorial efforts. I just I like his sensibility in writing. I, I like his movies that he's just taking credit for written writing over the years. Um, probably more than most people would. Like, um, there was Unleashed, you know, aka Danny the Dog, which I thought was better than probably most people thought. I still haven't seen it. Um, I believe he did Kiss of the Dragon. He d- he did several of the Jet Li American movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he wrote. Um, or at least did the story. It um, did he write the f- first transporter? I because I know it was Luke Leterrier, or no, he was transport too. I think he. I think it might have been like his story, perhaps. I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, he he's done a lot of like ideas. You know, maybe mm-hmm. whether he fleshed out the entire screenplay or not is yeah. you know he's kind of moved into like this producer's role. But anyway, I 
I generally like his, his sense and, and, you know, what he considers a fun movie. And in that vein, Green Capped brought me, because I've, I've still had not been able to attain them, is the first three, there's four of them altogether, but there's the taxi movies, which were French-made. Um, oh, not it, the Queen Latifah, yeah. Jimmy Fallon. So... Crap makes. Holy cow. I mean, I wasn't prepared for these movies at all. Ooh, full speed tonning up. They are awesome. And um, these are, you know, these are like kind of shitty Korean prints because that's all we can get. That's like all region without jumping through a lot of hoops. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they, they play just fine. Um, the, the subtitles are sometimes kind of funny because it's they've got a little bit of English going on on the subtitles, but mm-hmm. it's still very, very watchable. So what would you compare these movies to? Like what kind of I mean, are we talking more like Transporter? They're a little bit like, like Transporter, but they don't have the out of the car action. I mean, it is it is about the car chases and the crazy ass shit that they can do with the cars and how many gratuitous explosions are there? <laughs> it's really not so much that. It's just like they okay. do some crazy ass crashes. I mean, yeah. they they do a lot of destruction to cars. Gratuitous stunt count pretty high. Oh yeah. I mean, they they do some crazy shit with cars. Um crashing into random things, cars flipping over, you know, all kinds of things. Nice. Um it, it's not so much action outside like on foot. There's there's some here and there. Um and it's kind of a comedy too. That's that's kind of one of the things you have to understand about like French sensibility is like, it's like, you know, the, you've got this pretty awesome action stuff going on, but it's, it's kind of a comedy at heart. And I think that that's where they, you know, went so ridiculously horribly wrong with the Jimmy Fallon, Queen Latifah thing is I saw that before I saw these. And that is a God awful train wreck. I mean, that's probably like the worst remake that I can come to mind to think of. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's it like a remake even of, worse by seeing the original. Yes. So yeah. it's a remake of these. Yeah. This first one D- directly. Yeah. Pretty much. Ooh. I mean, it, it's, I don't think it really followed the same storyline per se. Um, was it supposed to be an action flick kind of the queen Latifah one? Yeah. No, they pretty much straight up played it like a comedy. I mean, and this is kind of a comedy, uh, comedy action. action. Yeah, it's like it's almost action first with comedy I can't, second. I can't see Queen Latifah or Jimmy Fallon in anything called an action anything. Yeah. Well, and that, that's the thing is like, um, Sammy and I'm going to forget his. I mean, I can see Queen Latifah in the action of eating snacks. His but that's about here it. somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm so bad. Oh, <laughs> fat joke. <laughs> <laughs> the action involves getting up and going to the fridge. Right. And then walking back to the couch. Or I, I can see her in the action of rehabilitating a basketball player who has lost his groove, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. I could totally see that. Could you? Actually, no, I couldn't, which is why I didn't. How Kevin Garnett got his groove back. I don't think you can yet. I think it's opening this week. So No, you, it opened a while back. Oh, did it? Okay, whatever. Not keeping track is possible. So, um, so there's Sammy, Sammy Nasiri, is, um, the guy who plays the, the taxi driver, um, badass. He wants basically trains his whole life to be like a race car driver. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he just lives and breathes and eats cars. And um, that's, you know, he's this badass. Part of a well-balanced diet. He's this badass, like, you know, pretty buff French dude. Looks like a, you know, kind of like a soccer hoodlum. And that's who Queen Latifah <laughs> plays. So, I mean, first but off, yeah. That's, she'd be training all she's her supposed life. To be Wait, like, uh, yeah, Queen Latifah is supposed to be like the, the... Race car driver? Yeah, she's supposed to be like the badass behind the wheel. In, in the in the American version, you need to Jimmy, shave some pounds before you get race driving. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean Tony Stewart's like the exception. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, like that, that's that's basically like I don't know who you're talking. Step, He's the husky feller in NASCAR. Misstep oh. number one, you know, to okay. to miscast something so off like that. And then there's the bumbling, John Candy as the taxi driver. Then there's the bumbling cop who um, 
is very bumbling. Like he can't even get his driver's license. He's like taking taking the driver driving test like fifteen times or something like that, and it always ends horribly. So that's where they get this partnership is he can't drive himself around but he, he thinks he knows how to solve this crime so, so that would be the jimmy fallon character right so he recruits him for that they go around and, and they solve crimes you know at first it's like a blackmail situation but they kind of become friends and by the third one you know they're they're like best friends and mm-hmm. they just basically taxi driver gets roped into doing these crazy things now the the funny thing and the, and the funny running joke throughout all the movies is that um Marion Cotillard, who's now Academy Award winning, Marion Cotillard plays um, his uh, girlfriend, and she's she's kind of like the wet blanket girlfriend. Like she's always calling him, and he's like, "No, no, I'll, you know, I'll be home in like thirty minutes. I'll be home in like an hour." And then it's like three days later, they've mm. gone through this crazy shit, and yeah. she's just she'll call in like the middle of the action, and it's like, "When are you coming home?" You know, like you know, I want to fuck. <laughs> and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's literally like that, and it's just you know, it gets funnier and funnier as the series goes on. But by the third one, they just they they really built a brand and it's it's very funny because like everyone settled into their roles and they they there's there's an awesome cameo in the beginning of the third one i'm just going to say that so in other words the the sequels are they get completely up to par with the original yeah they get exponentially more crazy i haven't yeah. seen the fourth one a lot of people say it's it's much 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 less but i i still want to i just mm-hmm. have to find a way to find it but yeah anyway so cool and, and thanks green cap and and a quick um while I'm talking about that subject, I'm just going to throw in that I also bought Sight Unseen because I love the first one so much is the uh, District 13 Ultimatum sequel. Speaking of Luke Besson hmm. doing, doing story stuff. And I, I, you know, I just love that shit. I mean, it's a movie about parkour, free running, crazy ass. And now you want to talk like... I don't remember any of that shit in District 9. <laughs> why'd they put it in... I mean, they ran through the slums, but why'd yeah. they put that shit in the sequel? Yeah, I guess the prawns. Were there, were they look big pretty, necks? No, the prawns look pretty agile. Yeah, yeah. So wait, what jumping is jumping off buildings? So and shit. District Thirteen Ultimatum. This is a sequel to, I'm assuming, District Thirteen. Yeah. Well, what is District Thirteen? I I don't know. Okay, so honestly. District they they released it here as District B Thirteen, which is dumb. That was somebody being dumb because mm-hmm. what it is is um, and I, I'm not going to attempt to butcher French, but the word for district in French starts with a B. Okay. So there's throughout the movie uh, in District 13, there's all these things that say B13, B13 mm-hmm. everywhere, all these signs. And that's just saying District 13. Somebody who ever brought it here thought, well, I think people will be confused if we don't call it District B13. Anyway, so they just dropped it for the sequel. It's it's District So 13. it's a parkour action movie. Yeah, basically it's, it's kind of uh, today France and it's gone into chaos uh, criminals and they've basically created this ghetto system where they just wall off sections of the city and they're like, we'll have police here kind of, but the gangs kind of run these areas. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, you know, it's about, uh, you know, one guy who's like the, one of the leaders of, you know, he's like a do-gooder gang member guy. He, he wants to, you know, set the districts free, you know, tear down the walls. Let my people go. And then go. Um, he teams up with a cop, you know, who's like badass super cop guy. And, mm-hmm. They both just, I mean, it's just. In- so you're watching a bunch of buddy cop movies. Yeah. yeah cool. Pretty much. Sounds like it. Well, I mean, but the, the District 13 movies are just balls out fucking crazy action. I mean, and it's insane, insane foot, you know, and kung fu stunts and shit. I mean, it balls out crazy. Definitely Blu-ray type of movies. Okay. But anyway, so it's not as good as the first one, but still a lot of fun. That's all I got to say about that. I have not seen either. Okay. I, I would recommend definitely the first so one. So is, is it kind of like like puts Ong Bak to shame type of crazy. 
stunt it's weird maybe, stuff. It's, it's maybe not quite as brutal. I mean, that's one of the cool things about Ong Bak is just like that that kind of Muay Thai. Well, it's not even Muay Thai. It's something else. I don't know. Crazy what it, Ong Bak yeah. it, it, style. It's, it's, it's like it is about like fucking hurting dudes. You know, that is what that kind of that kind of that martial art is about. Uh-huh. Is it's fucking crazy and and Tony Jaw is insane. But yeah, this is this is pretty brutal. But I mean, they do some cool shit with guns, and it's not just all martial arts mm-hmm. you know and and like i said parkour's that's how they sold it was like we want to make a parkour movie oh, yeah and that's that's where it was sold and then and they like, said it just like that too probably yeah. and yeah. Then, you know and then they, they they actually crafted a pretty good movie about it i mean most of the time when a fad comes around you make a shitty movie and try to cash in they mm-hmm. i think they made a good movie to cash in on the craze if you will okay so that works yeah anyway but yeah, i would i would highly recommend the the, the first one at least you know, pick do you it have it? I do. I'll, I'll borrow on, it on, on Blu-ray. Um, I'll have to borrow it. Wait, I have to watch Rambo first before I can return. Yes, it. sure. But yeah, the first one is is amazing. The second one is still good, not quite as good. Mm-hmm. Maybe like maybe some of the ma- magic wore off. Yeah. All right, we're gonna stop you from droning. Okay, good. What'd you watch, good BJ? I um, you saw one movie. I saw one movie, and the one movie that I managed to watch was one that I'd kind of wanted to see, but. You know, wasn't really seeking out. Uh, it's a, a little movie called uh, Sher- Sherwin, Sherwin Sherwin Williams Holston Sherlock Holmes. That's it. Okay, all right. Um, That's the one with Iron Man in it, right? Yes, yes. That cool. has Iron Man, but it doesn't have Dave Chappelle, his his buddy. Oh, yeah. So it's not like the two. It's not like Iron Man two with Dave Chappelle. Oh, it's, I thought it was like a prequel. I I really don't know. I mean, it's like okay. steampunk Iron Ferris Man. Ferris gentleman. Okay. <laughs> yes, Ferris gentleman of the half. <laughs> Ferris gentleman beginnings. Um, no, uh, Sherlock Holmes. All right, we all know it's Robert Downey Jr. and um, Jude Law. That pretty guy. Um, Jude Law. Yeah. Guy Ritchie directed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what's your tits in it too? Yeah, the girl. I don't know what her name was. <laughs> Whatever. It Rachel Mc. Yeah, I know. or something. Yeah. It it doesn't matter. Ah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I can't say that I disliked it because I didn't. Period. Um, well, it wasn't. That's it, good that you're not a liar, sir. Yeah. Um, it wasn't particularly good, but it was at least entertaining. You know, it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it was filmed pretty well. Uh, a pretty, a pretty large amount of explosions for a you know, for a for that era of England, for Victorian England, Victorian England. Yeah. Um, marginally exciting. But the plot was pretty ephemeris. You know, it. They, you're supposed to not be able to, in a good detective story, you're supposed to not really be able to piece everything together 15 minutes into the movie. But 15 minutes into the movie, uh, and I'm, I like to think that I'm, you know, intelligent, but not exceptionally smart. Because um, I don't have a huge ego most of the time. But I shouldn't be able to figure out the movie that fast. Mm-hmm. If I've figured out a detective movie that quickly, then the writer has done something wrong. And that didn't necessarily put me off of the movie, but it did take away some of the enjoyment. I think it would have been a whole lot better had it been a little bit less telegraphed. You know, okay. I I knew with the exception of one one thing, I, I could pick every, you know, every little twist and plot point out. Yeah, that's disappointing. And it was it especially was in like a mystery type. Oh, and especially yeah. in a Sherlock Holmes. I mean, right. even, even the the dried, you know, 
semi-dull, like Basil Rathbone old ones. I mean, right. there's always something, and then you're like, oh, oh. Fuck, I didn't think of that, you know, unless I read the book, but you know. Oh, yeah. the waffle maker. Right. Ah, but no, everything was, everything was pretty well telegraphed. And I was disappointed by that, but, um, but Iron Man turned in a pretty good performance. He was... Uh, a little bit more believable as an Englishman than Jude Law was, which, you know, he... Doesn't make really? sense. I, he just wore it a little bit better. Um, really? Yeah, I think so. So, a guy who actually is... Yeah. I, okay. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't <laughs> like crazy. night and day, but I think he just... Robert Downey Jr. is really, really, like, coming into the golden age of his acting, I think. Um, you know, what with the, the Iron Men and... I just, just you know, bang bang. It's what happens yeah. when you quit the smack. Yes, pretty much. Um, you get off the junk, and suddenly if you can you're... like do heroin for a while and then stop, I think you can be pretty successful. Shit, look at Mickey Rourke. Yeah, but um, you know, I think he did. He did definitely outperform Jude Law in, in in the movie. I'm waiting for the second coming of Charlie Sheen. Yes, that dude's gonna stop being crazy. Major League Five. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Men, I'm excited. Men at work, too. Yes. Yes. I've been waiting my whole life. Emilio's been waiting for this moment. Mm-hmm. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. I'm cutting that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're writing that script. Yes. Tonight. He just beeped it out. Yeah, just make sure to beep it out. That way nice. we can make our millions. Um, but... Uh, but so, no, so I mean, overall, they, you'd say, "Hey, it's worth watching, but don't I mean, try if you're to gonna, think too much if about you're gonna it." If you're going to redbox it, but it's not—I don't think it's worth buying, and I don't yeah. think it's worth thinking about. I was drinking a beer, you know, through the movie. Mm-hmm. Not a brandy. So, no. Oh, okay. No, it didn't even rate. You know, didn't yeah. rate the the higher quality liquor. But I guess you can watch it. I'd give it, you know, if 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 you had to give it like zero to five stars, I'd give it about a two and a half. It's pretty much just it's middle, a of very middle of the road. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Nothing. Nothing really outstanding. Right. Right. So I know it's a pretty boring review, but it's yeah. you know the movie is. isn't the movie isn't all that notable. Yeah. No mm-hmm. Oscar worthy performances anywhere. Good enough. How about that costuming and that set director that direction? <laughs> did, <laughs> did they? they did I they... think it was up for those. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, costuming's pretty good. Yeah. Sets, were, sets were nice. Want to, yeah, we don't really care. But <laughs> that's what we call a rhetorical question. Hey, if you yeah, ask yeah. a question, I'm going to give you <laughs> a fucking answer whether you want it or not. Yeah. You sons of bitches. Fine, Mr. Mackey. Anything else? Um, yeah. Since uh, last weekend was Memorial Weekend, that's some extra time. USA. Yeah, because uh, as we know, since we didn't end up recording last week, that was mainly my fault because I wasn't getting home until about 11 o'clock each night, Yeah, which is always awesome times. Yes. And I was yeah. working late as well. Yeah. So it's we didn't not get- not just your fault. Yeah. Well, we didn't get to see a movie last week, but uh, over the weekend, I had some uh, some time and saw two Pixar movies. I watched- Huzzah! I watched both Up and Wally For the first time. For the first time. Crazy. On the Rays of Blue, like in up, my I very can, own home theater. Like, up, I can understand I just how you hadn't seen Wally until now. But yeah. It's been sitting on the shelf waiting, yeah. and I just hadn't. And you're going to hate me, but I liked Up a lot more. I don't hate you for that. I mean, Because I know you're a huge Wally fan, and I don't know. I, I had problems. See, the thing about Wally is, like, as far as an animated film, it is a technical marvel. I mean, it is fucking amazing. Some of the animation and some of the... Th- just basically the filmmaking that they've put into Wally and up is a lot 
less showy than that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more of a straightforward story, but it's got a lot more heart. I gave so much more of a shit during Up than I did during Wally. Well, Up when, Up wins that like holy crap! I'm in, I'm 100 invested in this movie in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like, like, I said, like you, you talk about the Star yeah. Trek opening, like the Up yeah. the Up oh, yeah. the first 20 minutes. It's like Jesus yeah. Christ! It's it's just it's like brutal. Yeah, and and it's. And that's my, my problem. I have problems with Up as well, mostly in the second act with character motivations and that sort of thing that kind of aren't established very well. And then just all of a sudden people are doing stuff and you're not quite sure why they're doing it. And it feels like they're doing it just to service the plot. Mm. But, would it be but f- what's that? I was just going to say, would it be fair to say that Wally is like a, <clears throat> Wally is, it charms you into the movie, but Up yeah. tugs your heartstrings into the movie. Oh God. Like, up probably had. I haven't the mo- seen it, but I, I honestly get the like idea. the first twenty minutes probably had the most emotional effect on me that a movie has had in years. Mm. Like, so you're not like I'm dead not. Inside. No, I'm not. I'm like, <laughs> and I was I was as shocked as anybody. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, we'll try seeing that one in the theater. Yeah, I mean, you like, know, I, and that's it's one the, of those things. That's like, the funny thing is, it's like a kids movie, and mm-hmm. it's just like it's brutal. It's like oh a, it's like a gut punch in the first twenty it minutes. Is. Yeah, it, and then it was really funny. It was especially funny because I saw it in the um, 3D, mm-hmm. and so. I'm not gonna lie. Three D tears. You're fighting tears on, yeah. like around a glass. I mean, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit it. And I mean, you know, normally like I'm, I am enough of a cynical person that most movies that make people cry don't get me. Like mm-hmm. I, I it, it takes a certain brand of a movie like that. And so I, you know, I'm not knocking one or the other, but um, it it that was one of those movies that it was compounded even worse by hearing other people sniffling yeah, and crying. Well, I can imagine in, in a in a th- full theater. Yeah. And and it's it's just it's it's so amazing because that's basically I mean there's some there's some dialogue that starts it off but it's basically like a five minute silent sequence mm-hmm. with just music and images which you know you think of Wally which is pretty much a forty five minute sequence of mm-hmm. no no dialogue or anything and it's just I cared so much more in that first twenty minutes of Up and then later on when he finds the book and starts going through the book very late in the movie it's like. I yeah, well, see, that's why I'm being very vague about things, but... I know about a book now, it's ruined it. But yeah, but up, really, it's They go like, up. Yeah. <laughs> Let me guess, the grandpa's dead the whole time, yeah. and the but, kid's the only one who can see And I, I enjoyed Wally, but maybe it suffered from following that, because I watched it up first and then watched Wally after that, and the thing about Wally is the main conflict with the movie doesn't show up until very late in the movie, and then it's really not Wally's conflict. It's like... He's part of it, but he has no stake in it. And oh, I think totally has stake. No, he doesn't have a stake in it. <laughs> yes, he does. See that, and that's my my problem with Wally is it's just kind of like it's one of those you're along for the ride, crazy thing, and he, you know, and it's like I understand how Wally is supposed to, you know, you're supposed to have moved into Wally's character and experiencing things through his eyes, but to me, it's like he has no real reason to care about you know resolving the main conflict of the movie, other Love. than yeah. Yeah. Other than Eva, but I don't know. But I mean, I. It's not like I did. I like I disliked it. I just I didn't. Somehow close to being a heretic son. Somehow it just didn't click with me. And maybe it was because I know everybody loves it so much Mm -hmm. that maybe that's a part of why it didn't quite click for me. Is like waiting for that moment where I'm like, oh, this is why. You know. Whereas whereas up, like you know, obviously, like I said, up just like had me. In the first 15 minutes or so. Mm. Mm-hmm. It had you at hello. But, but Pixar's streak continues. Yeah. You know, it's like they still, 
Yep. But God, some of those Toy Story 3 trailers worry the hell out of me. Yeah. Yeah. It is scary. Because that, that's the thing about all of them is, and, and one thing I did not like about Wally, and I will say this straight up, is the live action footage. I had a major problem with that the first time I saw it until I started to rationalize it. Yeah. I mean, I understand how they're doing like, okay, humanity has devolved to this point. Right. But to me, it's too far of a disconnect. It's like they could have done, you know, their their characters a little better and not just had Fred Willard doing video footage and, mm-hmm. you know, the other people. That I had a big problem with that. I know? think if you're going to pick somebody, Fred Willard is the guy to go with. Oh, yeah. He's, I mean, but you know what? Use his voice. I'm sorry, yeah. but don't don't break your reality like that i don't have as big a problem as you do with it but it still does Mm. bother me and i think they i mean come on you animated everything else in the movie yeah it's like you're pixar you You can you can do it yeah we believe in you yeah i mean i know you spent a lot of time procedurally generating a whole bunch of garbage squares (laughs) right that stack up into all sorts of amazing looking things but that that's yeah that's I mean other than the main conflict not being Wally's my other big complaint about that movie is the live action footage. Hmm. Well, luckily there's not a whole lot of it. Yeah. So you know, but I do I do love Fred Willard for that character. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does. I don't think I don't think anybody else sells that character like he does. Yeah. Just totally dripping with schmuckish douche. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, but they they're both good. I'm just I just don't think they're Pixar's best. Okay, fair enough. Well, really, both of them. Like Wally and up, 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 like the first and third acts are way, way up there for me. Okay. But just some of the weird motivations in the second half pulled me out of it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Right on. Right okay. On, so right on. we actually do have a topic and it's, I think it's going to be kind of a quick one, which is why we ramble on this much and we're still going to do ramble one. On. Mm-hmm. Um, we got an email and uh, I'm just going to summarize because it includes a, uh, it starts with a movie suggestion, which uh, we may just get to. So, basically, uh, one of our fans, Christian, who is Norwegian, would Hooray, like to, Norway. Yeah, Christian, who's Norwegian, would like to know what our worst movie going experiences have been. You know, be it a out and out bad movie, or you know, maybe just a you know the the you know, the, the the scenario being in the theater and any external influences. And I know that, uh, you know, the reason why we're keen on doing this was one is we had a shared experience, which I, I believe yes. we, we brought up as as it happened, but we will bring it up again real fast. Rehash. Rehash a little bit. And that's, we're just uh, filling time here. That's, that's, that's seeing Drag Me to Hell. Um, I don't think we can really reiterate enough, like, how, <laughs> how good, terrible yeah. the audience was. Yeah, that, that is by far the single worst. I think that going. may be the worst experience I've had, and I don't think any others... Or even like worthy of mentioning in its presence right. because of how bad yeah. it was. That was just like aggressively bad and compounded by all sorts of stuff. Like mm-hmm. the girl next to us, yeah, like yelling I, at people to shut the fuck up and then answering her phone. Yeah, you know, just like just stuff that you couldn't have written into a movie. No, like that was happening during that movie. It was yeah. like an episode of Seinfeld almost. Yeah, you know, just like yeah, really nothing. All they had to do was pull happened. out the laser pointer, and it just yeah. would have been complete with dickishness. Or somebody yeah. throwing popcorn. Yeah, you know, but. Still, it would have been hard to irritate for something like that to have irritated me beyond the point I was already irritated. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I I can't remember the specific movie, but I had something very similar with some some dipshit little kids that were they were being disruptive, throwing popcorn, and you know just being generally noisy throughout the movie. But then like final credits roll, and and the thing is is like 
I forgot what movie it is because it wasn't even that good of a movie. It was like, I was just, I was there and I think I, I want to say I went with my parents for some reason. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it was one of those, I used to try to get them to go out to movies because they never would. And it's kind of my passion. And I was like, Hey, I think this might be good. Let's go see this. So it was like all this happened. And it's probably, I say that I was there with my parents cause it's probably a good thing because I literally like the second, like the second the credits rolled, they took what was left of their drink and just threw it straight up in the air, like splashing, not only myself, my parents, and like other people in the theater, I literally like marched up and was ready to like just deck the shit out of these little fuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you know, my parents tried to stop me. They were like yelling at me like down the aisles. I'm just marching down. And I'm like not even hearing it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I just I I you know I do I get up on them like I mean these are like little fourteen year old fucks and I'm like twenty probably, you know. So I'm just you know I get up in their face, grab them, and be like you know do that shit ever again, and I ever see you, you're fucking dead kind of thing, and then I start walking away, and they they mouth shit off to me again. I about fucking came unglued, and just luckily this old lady was like standing right there, and she's like, "Just let it go, you're assholes." <laughs> or something. Up, she, actually, she actually did something like that. they're just little assholes or something like that. This is that was the only thing grandma. that saved that little kid from getting because I mean that was I think. I think that my pro- my point was proven because I I did that turnaround and had that look of death in my eyes and <laughs> that he saw it fucked and like and that like the color dropped out of his face yeah kind of thing one drop did you of have, sweat because you know it was like did it was you like, have the flux capacitor on your I, forehead I, I, think going. I probably did like the little <laughs> a pulsating thing going on there yeah and I mean the you know it was just them trying to you know out macho each other at that age and I mean I just turned around with that look of death and I I mean it was. You knew it was on at that point. <laughs> luckily, I just turned around and walked away. But yeah, that that kid was close to death. Yeah, but um, something similar. And this at this point, I, I think I'd matured and I didn't care as much. But like, it was a similar situation. And, and if it happened again, I I was going to march up. And this was compounded because it was a shitty, shitty, shitty movie that I fucking hate anyway. But I went to see. I was out of town traveling for business, and I went to see um, the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie, mm. um, which was a fucking wow, god-awful like train three wreck. and a half hours yeah, worth of it it was a fucking train wreck i just went to the theater because you know you're in a strange town what the hell are you gonna do mm-hmm. and um titty bars <laughs> yeah might have been a better chance there is that but um so i go to the theater and there's some kids like way back in the back and they were like they were being kind of douches before the movie even started and i felt like a some kind of round hard candy hit me from behind uh, and it just hit, back of the head. yeah it, it hit me it hit me once yeah, and I was like, I'm going to let this one go. You know, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, you know, I'm older. And I'm like, I'm going to let this one go. I was like, if another one happens, you know, there's going to be trouble. I don't care how many there are. Some, I'm one of those kind of crazy people. I I blindly go into fights, you know. <laughs> I've mm-hmm. always been that way. But um, so, you know, but that was just compounded because, you know, it set me onto that like confrontational mood right away. And then mm-hmm. that movie is a steaming pile of shit. I mean, the third one is better, but that's like saying you know, one cancer. Yeah. It's like one genocide is better than yeah. another. That's, that's pretty much what it is. Cause like, I, I actually really like the first movie. I think it was a well-constructed, it's probably, you know, it's the best kind of movie like that you'll ever see from a theme park or something as, as paper thin as that ever could happen. I'm not saying it's don't, a perfect movie. Don't get me started on the first one. No, on the sequels. Okay. Cause I agree with you. The first one is better than it has any right to be right. because it's light and fun and doesn't take itself yeah. too seriously. And people react the way they should. Whereas yeah. in the second and third one, it's like, here's Squid Woo! Monster Man. And everyone's just like, oh, hey, shit, it's a Squid Monster Man. Where in yeah. the, as in the first movie, they're like, holy fuck, ghost pirates. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And in the in the other ones, they're just like, oh, hey, Squid, squid Face Guy. What's oh, and like? he's got like Crab Face Guy next to him. And like, 
like nobody is even like shocked at right, right. just crazy ass shit. And then of course there's yeah, it I, lasts I, I don't six wanna, hours. Yeah, I don't want to start on it. Like I yeah. said, I'm just saying the third one was better, but not good. Calm yeah. down, son. Calm down. Yeah. Anyway, it, those so movies go, make me like angry. I said that's that that mark that goes down in one of my worst movie going experiences just mm-hmm. because terrible movie made worse by being feeling confrontational at the beginning and then it didn't happen again so you know yeah see i don't know i've been pretty good about like i haven't really had that many really truly terrible experiences you know with people just being complete assholes and just like wow doing stuff like you do mine is more usually what happens in the theater and i remember the um there was the preview for south park i got preview tickets because this is back when i was working on a tv station and i got preview tickets for goddamn everything it was like a week before uh, south park the movie came out and you know that was back when i was a really big south park fan so i'm like well fuck i'm going to this you know and took one of my friends and we got there and you know they we live in florida right south park movie came out at the end of june and the air conditioning in the theater was broken oh and they had flooded the theater had flooded for some reason about three weeks before that Jesus. So was it, it like was a, like sitting in a mold mildew fest. Oh, where was that? Like Pablo nine? <laughs> no, uh, beaches regal. It's like you oh, spent a night in the yeah, box. Yeah. That was like, that's like a cool yeah, hand like, experience. Like, yeah. Like I was just like sweating and I didn't feel good because I felt yeah. like I had just inhaled spores. Right. All <laughs> you, had, you basically had the black lung and the fever yeah. going simultaneously. Yeah. And it was just like, but everybody in there was just like, we don't care. We want to see the damn South Park movie. And I just thought it was funny that, you know, that is like, that's so weird because that's like one of the, the worst R rated movies ever. And I swear to God, like at that time I was shit. I was like 22. Mm -hmm. I was the oldest person in the theater. I swear to God. I was the, the, I was the oldest person in that theater and I didn't even care. That's so weird because my South Park theater experience is in my top five favorites. Yeah. Well, I think it, yeah. I think it would have been yeah. because everyone was into the movie, yeah. but I think like the environment was just so oppressive with like yeah, you sure. couldn't breathe right and you just you were sitting there sweating. Mm-hmm. But that's how into the movie is like very few people got up and left. Yeah. You know, right. we're just like fuck this, I can't take this. Like everybody there was like no, we're seeing South Park a week early, goddammit. it. <laughs> well, I've got one more and it's just a, it's a very quick one because this again is a, is an out of town tale and you, you know these are things you would know where you to live said place but i was in a very small town in georgia um to, to back up i i'm a big steven soderbergh fan so it was uh oceans 11 was coming out mm-hmm. and i knew i was in shitasticville and i didn't care i really wanted to go see that movie so i went down to the local i think they had four theaters multiplex that they have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this was i went and saw it friday night the movie had just come out. It may have ran three times throughout the day, right? Maybe four. It looked like they spliced the film in a cow barn. It was brown and scratched, and the entire film was like shit colored. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like, what the hell did you do? This is like a brand new print. And I mean, it it was it, it never broke. It never did anything like that. But there was there was scratches, and you know this was obviously no digital audio kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there was mm-hmm. there was muddied dialogue and muddied music. Oh my god! And I mean, I just remember getting out of there and like I, you know I couldn't even enjoy the movie. And when I watched it again later, it's one of my favorite Steven Soderbergh movies. I think that's mm-hmm. a, I mean that's a, such a we've talked about it. It's such a well constructed movie, and mm-hmm. that experience of seeing that like, almost killed that movie. That I probably almost never watched it again because it was so. You almost wonder bad. if like it's just the projector just fucked I don't, the I don't fucked know. the movie up. Like I said, or I fucked mean, the film up. 
Yeah, it's weird. I mean, like I said, the whole thing just had this brown shit colored stain to it. Yeah. It was bizarre. That's so. I, God, I, yeah. it's, it's amazing. It's like you wonder how they do that. I, like I no how idea. they can destroy a movie that, that quickly. I think that theater finally has gone out of that town. But yeah. I had been there before, like, you know, years before. It's it's a small town where I have some family. But, you know, it's it was okay. It was never like, you know, oh, my God, IMAX, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. But it was it was acceptable. We had a we had a pretty rank theater near where where I grew up. Um, the Orange Park Regal, I think it was. It was like a little mm-hmm. six six or eight screen theater, and it was kind of like that one on 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 Beach Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just practically a rat hole. Yeah, and uh, well, that's because I believe the one on on Beach Boulevard started as like a eight or nine, and, and they, they turned like, doubled it, into it, it. Yeah, with the same space, mm-hmm. but the uh, the one over over near where I grew up. Um, I can't remember any specific experiences. I just always remember as a kid when we went to that movie theater, just absolutely dreading it because I knew it was going to be a nasty old theater with, you know, it was going to be mm-hmm. like concrete and, floors. That's so weird because yeah. like some, some of my, I'm, I'm really sentimental about some of the old theaters that used to be around here. I mean, um, not that can, you can't be sentimental. About maybe that not, I mean, I've never been to that one, but I mean like, you know, some of the old ones that, from out, you know, at the beach here, we had three particularly fine old theaters, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I I have very nostalgic memories about going to them and the old school, you know, nineteen seventies long curtains and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, I mean, there's there's something to be said oh, for they, a nice they, old I mean, they, theater. They but, rank. I mean, they were they still stunk. And they are like yeah. old, but I mean, but, years of popcorn. But well, yeah, any movie that has continuous popcorn oil burning in it for 30 <laughs> years is going to smell kind of funky, but right. this one was just, you know, you expected rats to be crawling over your feet type place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we had the, the St. John's dollar theater for a while. That was like, of course, you know, obviously it was the dollar dollar theater and you're seeing second run type stuff. And that one actually was the kind of place where you'd have rats crawling over your feet because <laughs> that's why yes. they shut it down. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing that places like that get to run. Um, but my only like, the only other like movie going experience that I can specifically remember that was almost potentially very bad is uh, a friend of mine and I and some other friends decided that we were going to go see the Wild Wild West premiere Ooh. Um, or on opening day. Ooh. And wow. we, Ooh. yeah, I know everyone was excited you because you had no stupid. reason. Yeah. No, Obviously. everybody knew, everyone had a reason to expect good things at that point. Yeah. Will Smith had not destroyed his career. Right. He it had, looked like it was going to be fun and interesting. Yeah. And so we even decided that we were going to like dress up. So we had gone to the thrift stores and hunted out some clothes. And I almost got arrested in, in the Orange Park Mall for having a cap gun. I was <laughs> oh literally God, nice. like three seconds away from the security guard tackling me for having a, well, two plastic cap guns. That, that was it was should i mention that exciting. i passed up my wild wild west preview passes to take the south park passes that, that was probably a good and move. i think i made the right choice yeah. wise wise move sir yeah i i just can't believe you dressed up for that oh you know we just we we're just dicking around we had nothing better to do yeah i guess so, kind of missed the days be, of summer vacation yeah we thought it'd be fun and interesting so yeah. we just well i i don't know the only other story i have is i you know I once had this girl, I mean, or should I say, she once had me. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. You didn't even catch that before. I did that a long time ago, the way I phrased that. 
whatever. He's Norwegian and would Moving like to know. On. <laughs> uh, <sighs> stealth puns. I'm yeah. going to stealth punch you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And the Omega cock. So you didn't have a story behind that, did you? No, I didn't. You just wanted to say that? I just want to say that. Yeah. I, I'm trying. The only other time I've had was um, a time where basically they told us, uh, sorry, movie's done. Um, you're going to have to leave. Was a uh, preview for Talented Mr. Ripley. Hmm. The film stopped like three or four times about 20 minutes in. And then it worked. And then they got to about the hour and a half point where things started to get good. And then they stopped and then they made us sit there for about 10 to 15 minutes. And then eventually they told us, yeah, um, we can't fix this. So have a nice evening. And it was a free preview screening. So it wasn't like we go, no, I want my money back. Like, no, I want. we couldn't even get our money back. It was just like, well, I want my free back. Yeah. It's like, I want my two and a half hours that you've already taken back. But yeah, that that's the other. And of course that was at the same theater where, the uh yeah the air conditioning had broken and right all that. there's a reason i don't go to that movie yeah, theater. I, many it's a been a while time. since i've been there many a fun time can be had there yeah I, that, that's the a, only other time yeah. i can think of because i really yeah you know nothing like I, I think the horribleness of drag me to hell and that experience has like superseded any other oh yeah like, bad experiences i had mm-hmm. with the you know with the jokey lame joke guy or any of that stuff <laughs> yeah that i just have some friends where they they have the inappropriate laughter yeah. I, I remember that during bad santa <laughs> one of my friends i was just like afraid like the other people in the theater were going to kick us kick our asses because like there was just there are certain points where like you know that it's kind of jokey funny you know and it's a dark comedy and then there's other points where you know that they're not going for comedy and like those were the points he was laughing his ass off at and i was just like oh oh god oh it's like I don't think I know you as well as I thought I know you. (laughs) I do feel bad for cackling out loud during uh, both Ninja Terminator and Drag Me to Hell when the crazy things happen. (laughs) Like, you know, somebody gets slaughtered in an interesting way and I just, I can't help it, but I cackle. That's like the only time I cackle is like. Well, when she gets her cat back. Yeah. That was just. (laughs) I feel bad. so touching. Because it's loud, you know, but. eh. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I I, mm-hmm. I have like my favorite experiences ranked. You know, these are like but we'll say I just that remember for another podcast. Yeah, no, we well, we've talked that before. I'm just saying. I mean, it's it, I could specifically point to like my favorite things, but we're going to make new experiences and then save them for another podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really, what I was leading into is why don't you tell these fine folks how to get in touch with this? I destroyed your segue. Ha! Not really. Good job. Keep it up. I destroyed the it's whole awesome. segment by making my Norwegian wood joke. <laughs> yeah. I think you destroyed the whole podcast with your fucking Norwegian wood joke. I've been saving that for two weeks. I still you hate suck you. so much. You're still going to get punched. That's fine. Yep. So, speaking of punched, why don't you punch these letters into your computer and contact <laughs> us? That is an awesome segue, sir. Try bmfcast.com for the website where we post, of course, all of our podcasts. We post some interesting stuff from time to time, and you can also comment on the podcast. We'll, you know, occasionally comment back when we have something useful to say, and that's bmfcast.com. You can also check us out from bmfcast.com. You can link to iTunes, where you can subscribe to our podcast feedy type thing. You can also rate us and send us a review. We like five stars and positive reviews so that people can find us and join in our Merriment. Merriment, goodness, fun, joy, happiness. The thing, that thing we do. That thing we do, exactly. All the above. 
You can also check us out on facebook.com slash BMFcast. What? Nothing you made a noise. No, I know. I, I want to make a quick social commentary. No, you can say that for later. What? No, it's Facebook related. Make your own podcast. What? What? What are you talking about? Hurry up. Get, it, let's segue you, quickly. What? I will just say, if you're listening to us, do not join Facebook to come follow us. That's all I'm going to say. Why? If you're on there already, fine. Just don't make us a reason. Not that I think you would. Do not join Facebook because of why, us. Why are you discouraging people from becoming fans of our podcast? He's not discouraging not from that. becoming fans. Just he I'm, doesn't discouraging, want to, I'm, I'm discouraging the practice of joining Facebook. That is all. We encourage There's, you to There be- are plenty of things in the media of, of why I would say this. Dude, there are like eight research. people under 50 who are not on Facebook, all right? Yeah. I am one of them. And they're the smart ones. So, moving along, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Facebook, you can like check us, us out. Be a at, fan, whatever the fuck it's called. Facebook.com/bmfcast. You can like us and you can follow we post uh, slightly different wording sometimes what we're doing. You can also check out all the movie trailers and everything over there. But uh, that's Facebook. Whatever it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also follow our follow our Twitters at uh, twitter.com slash uh, BMFcast. And we we do some tweeting about what we're doing. Tweeting or twatting or Don't whatever Don't join Twitter do. just to follow us, though. <laughs> hey. I agree. Oh, wait. That's okay. No, that's okay. Never that's mind. fine. Okay. Yeah. Just, so just twitter.com slash BMFcast. Um, like I said, we send about send a bunch of updates on what we're doing. and So you can follow along, play the home game, you know, mm-hmm. before we put out the recording. Um you can also, you know, you can also send us an email if you want to just send us a note directly. Don't be set up an email account it, just to email us. Beat me to the fucking joke. <laughs> so you can send us an email at bmf, bmf at bmfcast.com. Um, the other and most important way to get a hold of us, if you have something to say, you want your voice to be heard, give us a call on the Garfield phone. The BMF Cast Hotline. That's 910-5-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263. But don't get a phone just to give us a phone call. Borrow your friends. I agree with that sentiment. <laughs> but you can you can leave us a voicemail so listen, on the Garfield phone. Don't get a computer just to listen to this podcast. <laughs> All right? Don't do it. If you've don't, got one, you're good. If you can't hear, yeah. don't get ears. <laughs> don't get surgery to, to, to fix podcast. your ears just to listen to us. Right. <laughs> Laugh your way all the way to the bank, but you'll be updating the Facebook page here shortly when I get the hill off of that place. <laughs> we'll lose a fan then. <laughs> I know. I'm not even on Facebook. There you go. So Man. if you're wondering why you couldn't find the beach on Facebook, it's because I said face. <laughs> it's because I said fuck Facebook before everybody else did. Right. Right. I'm a trendsetter. He's on Friendster. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, Friendster's the way to go. Geocities, baby. I got three I Friendsters. I think I reserved our MySpace page way back when. <laughs> you did. On, uh, for, I think we reserved <laughs> BMF cast. Ooh. So if you tried to fo- follow us on uh, MySpace. Dude, Sorry, we uh, haven't checked yeah. it in a while. Yeah, if you send us messages or anything, yeah, don't. It doesn't matter. I should start our Friendster page. Yeah. Start our Jaiku and our Friendster. And I don't even. What's a Jaiku? Jaiku, what is that? What the fuck is the internet? Yeah. How does f- fucking internet? How does that work? I don't know. Miracles. Moving on. We're done. So check All us right. out at any of those above listed locations. If you've already signed up for them, if not, don't go out of your way. <laughs> this is the no. longest outro ever. Yes. So I'm the Beach. I'm Harlow. And I'm Mackie. And we're the Banffcast out. See you next week. When we tell you not to join other things. And yes. we bring you more action from the USA. Yeah. Yeah.